All right, if you're on the line, hold tight. We got a, just a, a, an extra spot here if you want to get in line. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJR. Donald Trump is en route to his sentencing in Washington, or excuse me, his sentencing, his arraignment in Washington, D.C. We are going to continue to follow that. We'll also talk with somebody who's got boots on the ground there coming up, our Jared Halperin, uh, at uh, at 3.05. In the meantime, if you're on the line, hold tight. I just want to throw something else into the mix because we saw this story and we thought it was just very, very cool. The Michigan Shipwreck Research Association does just that. They look for... And and then look into, investigate shipwrecks in the Great Lakes. Well, they have finally caught their white whale, it seems. A, a, a shipwreck that they have been looking for for some two years, they believe they have found it. Valerie Van Heest is a member of the Michigan Shipwreck Research Association and joins us on JR Afternoon. Valerie, it's great to have you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Chris, for having me. Well, talk to me about this ship that you've been looking for. You think you found it? Well, you know, this is uh, going on uh, about the 21st or 22nd shipwreck that we've found uh, in the last, uh, oh, about 23 years that we've been together. And and when you say found, uh, you mean like there was no record of of them being found? There was uh, no location? Actually, there are pretty darn good records for thousands of ships lost in the Great Lakes, and they would have been the news of their day. Sure. And so, uh, you know, shipwrecks are a um, window into the past for us, and so finding their remains often enlightens us about the accident, the people, and the technology, you know, of uh, more than a century ago. So tell me how you find these ships, because, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting, you know, even going back a few months here, a couple of months to to the yeah. Titan with Ocean Gate and, and the tragedy yeah. there. You, you know, the the searchers were trying to figure out where the vessel could be, because oftentimes when something goes down, it's not where they went down. They It ebbs and flows underneath the water. And so you had to kind of. Be be pretty particular when nailing down that location. Is that the same that you guys find to be uh, when, when you're looking for these wrecks? You may have a general idea, but it's very rarely in the place that you might think it to be. Yes, exactly. Um, and in the case of Titanic, uh, there were pretty good records, but it was lost in two and a half miles of ocean depth. And so a ship like that um, actually moved with the current. So when they started looking, Bob Ballard and his team from the French, uh, when they started looking, they looked at the last known position, but ultimately it was found miles from that position. Well, the same can be said of this, but not miles from the position. In in the case of this particular ship, which we're not naming because um, we just can't be sure until we lay eyes on it if mm-hmm. we found the right wreck. But it was known to have been lost in a certain location, but it had an ordeal on the surface and uh, in, uh, you know, bad conditions Mm -hmm. and drifted uh, before it ultimately came to sink. So it was an effort to look in all directions from its last known position to be able to finally find it. What kind of technology do you guys use to locate these ships? 
Well, you know, we use a, a, a small uh, version of what was used to find the Titanic. Essentially, we're using something called side scan sonar. It's a device that looks a little bit like a torpedo. It rides behind, uh, beneath the boat. It rides about 30 to 50 feet off the lake bottom, and it sends out acoustical signals, mm. sort of like a baby ultrasound. And then it converts those sound signals into an image, kind of like a baby sonar. And uh, when you get back that image on a computer, you have to uh, look at it and determine what it is. Is it a shipwreck? Is it a schooner? Is it a steamer? Is it a barge? Is it a, a tugboat? And so much like doctors look at a baby elder sound to determine if it's a girl or a boy or healthy or sick, we try to do the same thing with our sonars. You said that you're not going to 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 divest the information about what, what the ship is, where, where you know, kind of the story behind it, until you, well, lay, you, know, you lay eyes on it. Yeah. Is that something you do? You dive down and, and you, you check it out? How do you, how do you lay eyes on it? Yep. So in this case, it's very deep. It's okay. well over 350 feet deep. Mm-hmm. So that means that only the most highly trained divers can physically go down to that site. Now, we also have plans to lay remote eyes on it by sending down a remote-operated vehicle. We call that an ROV. And uh, if we can do that before, then we can understand the conditions of this wreck to make the dive for human divers safer. Are there entanglements? Are there jagged edges? Um, So we hope to lay eyes on it first with remote camera and then next with divers. The Michigan Shipwreck Research Association, I understand, is all volunteer based. What, 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 all, what yeah. do you got to do to be a volunteer? I got to I got to know. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're open for membership. Uh, we welcome people with different talents. We also welcome people who just want to be armchair uh, uh, voyeurs of what we do. Um, uh, we are completely funded by the public. We have an annual event uh, every year that helps uh money for search, which is essentially gas uh, for our boat and maintenance of our boat. Um, I also, uh, myself and other members of our group, we write books. And so uh, some of the royalties from the books gets put back into the group. And uh, we give back to the public. Um, We uh, do public lectures. We, uh, myself, I'm a professional museum exhibit designer. So our exhibits are in a variety of museums like Mm -hmm. the Michigan Maritime Museum in South Haven or the Port of Ludington Maritime Museum or as even far as the uh, Chicago Maritime Museum. So we uh, get the word out that way. Well, if you ever need a a radio host or a radio producer (laughs) or an engineer, you let us know. We'll be there for uh, you. We'll add that to the list of things. That's right. That's right. All the important stuff. Valerie Van Hees, thank you so much. Keep us up to date. I'm very interested to know what this ship was. Great. And follow us on Facebook. Will do. You got it. Valerie Van Hees with the Michigan Shipwreck Research Association. All right. Donald Trump's wheels are on the ground. Plane has landed. Trump Force One uh, has officially stopped on the runway in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, The fleet of vehicles are out to receive him. And next stop will be the courthouse where he will be arraigned on these charges. I want us to try to squeeze in at least one more call here before we go to break. Uh, Rod is in Roseville. What's up, Rod? 
Yeah, I'm doing okay, but you misstated what Bill Barr said. What did I miss? Bill Barr made that statement on the night of the election Mm -hmm. in response to somebody asking whether or not there might have been foreign interference. He didn't say anything about counting illegal votes, which we have evidence of. Bill Barr, Bill Barr, Bill Barr said there was no widespread election fraud. That's what he said. No, he said it was the most secure election in American history, and he said that on the day of the election. Rod, I'm looking. Rod, 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 I'm looking at a story that says Bill Barr says no widespread voter fraud found. I don't know what to tell him. And if he said it, he's lying. Okay, well that's what he said. So I don't know what you. What do you want me to do? You want me to how, you how, should, well, should, look at the evidence? Should I call Rod, Rod? You want me to call him up? You want me to have him over for dinner? Should Should I try to coax it out of him? Why don't you want me to do? That's what That's what the Attorney General said. Rod, I appreciate the call. Thank you, Frank's in Ferndale. What's up, Frank? Real quick, I got thirty seconds for you. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Good. Listen, I just wanted to bring something. Do you remember Antrim County? Sure. Okay, so that happens, and the whole county is a small county, and. You know, they all know each other. And when Biden won it, you know, they basically freaked out. And, and he didn't win it. He didn't win Antrim we, County. Huh? He didn't win Antrim County. He did end up winning Antrim County because they when they found out Biden won, everyone went down and checked, you know, had him recount. The all right, vote. Fr- Frank, I'm sorry. I'm up against it. I got to take a break.